0: Welcome to episode 12 of the Warrior Pulse. I am your host Trey Heath, the men's and women's tennis coach here at Weber, and today it is my distinct pleasure to speak with Jay Culver. Jay Culver is a 2005 and a 2007 graduate of Weber. He is an OG here, although he looks quite young. He got he got two degrees, uh, both of them in um, sport business management, and we're going to talk to Jay about his history of being a Weber athlete of being a Weber employee what he's seen good and bad and kind of his goals for the future with Weber but first and foremost Jay I'm going to start off because I know you were a relief pitcher um I'm gonna start off with this quote and you can tell me how you kind of how it works with you in business I became a good pitcher when I stopped trying to make them miss the ball and started trying to make them hit it Sandy Koufax what does that mean to you as you were a relief pitcher Sure, Trey. Well, th- first of
1: all, thanks for having me here. It's uh, I- I've watched this. I think this is a great podcast. It's a great addition to the Web- Weber Athletics. I think uh, there's a passion project for you you spoke about, and it's uh, really taken off. Uh, a lot of people are subscribing to it. I listen to all of them, and um, it's-, it's really good. But uh, back to your question, I think what it means to me is, like, I think you gotta you got to get everyone involved. you got to let everyone do what they're supposed to do um, as, as- – in in baseball i never would have thought of that prior to this but uh you know as a as a you know in the business world and and, an administrator here i think that's come more true uh, lately you know you really have to get everyone involved and let the people do what what it is that they uh are are supposed to be doing And, and we've seen that in all in all aspects of the school where things are growing and now uh, you know we're, we're doing some different projects things like this and in the athletic department everything from the cafeteria we're letting them kind of spread their wings and showing us what they can do
0: yeah you're right about everything growing I, I went up to the bookstore the other day and there was no bookstore it's, it was gutted and they they're fixing it up so let's go back to the beginning you graduated in 2005 but why did you come to Weber in the first? How did you end up here? Sure. It's, uh,
1: I'm, I'm from a local person. I'm from Haines City, from Polk County. Uh, and I was looking for a place to play, and Weber just fit. Uh, a lot of the people on the podcast and a lot of people who are interviewed say the same thing. It makes you feel like home and that's what it did. Uh, I was recruited by Coach Garrett, uh, legendary Coach Garrett, who's <laughs> yeah. still here, oh, yeah. and uh, Brad Niemer, uh, who was on earlier, and um, they've become close friends of mine now that I've graduated and come on, but they you know, they made it feel like home. Uh, this is the place that I really wanted to be. It's a small school. Everyone treats everyone like family, and, and there's help
0: when you need it, and if you need it, there's always someone here to help out. So you, you, you played here. And and sometimes you played here and you stayed here. Mm -hmm. But uh, you were a relief pitcher. And I've always, actually, I follow a podcast of he was a relief pitcher for the Houston Astros. He was with the Red Sox this year. And and, uh, he always talks about the life of a reliever. I feel like the reliever has so much pressure on them. Um, When you got called into the game as a relief pitcher, did you feel like, yeah, it's my time? Or, oh, Lord, it's my time. And how have you translated that to operating as an administrator here at Weber?
1: Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what a relief pitcher is. You get called in on unlikely circumstances, and you know that's what you're there for. Um, when I was in school, we had uh, a few other relievers. We got together. Uh, we were the crisis crew. Uh, you know, when, things, <laughs> when things got in trouble, you know, when games getting in trouble or things get intense late in the innings or uh, you know, late in the game, you know that's when we're called upon and that's you know bases loaded late in the game or, or just close games and that's kind of what we wanted to do and that's kind of how I, I see some of the job now like there's a lot of things i don't really most people wouldn't necessarily like to do and i don't necessarily like to do but i know that's how, kind of how you have to do and how you have to be in the business world uh it's 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 a weird thing and it's not for everybody i'll tell you that and because i've coached here as well and I've had many players who thought that's what they wanted to do, and until that's what they had to do.
0: So, who's quirkier? Before, before we before we move on, who's quirkier? A starting pitcher or a reliever? Uh,
1: hands down, it's a left-handed pitcher, no matter what it is. So, the the, the most quirky person is a left hand pitcher. But uh, something's just not a reliever or a closer. There's always something that's just not right about them. <laughs> that they, they, they you just have to embrace it, man. You can't. You, you
0: can't fix them, man. That's just what they do. So, you, you graduated in 2005 with your undergraduate in sport business management. Was it immediate that you were going to get your MBA, or what, what caused that to be important to you to continue the education process? Because you, you can go out and live life with just the undergraduate degree. Um, what were you doing besides playing baseball? Did you have any other jobs? and what made you feel that getting that master's was important?
1: Sure, I uh, initially I had no plans on getting my MBA. Um, I was working at Toys R Us throughout school. I did my uh, internship at Disney's Wide World of Sports and I tell you what, that really put it in perspective how, how, how big the industry is and all the jobs that it entail in the sport industry um, and how much work it is. Uh, working at Toys R Us is nothing like working at Disney. But uh, I, I was doing that, and then I, I came on as a bookstore manager and coaching. And it was a, it was a part of the, the package you get free tuition to do an MBA. So I'm like, oh. and I was fresh out of school, so I thought, like, I better keep the ball rolling. And looking back, it was one of the better decisions I've made. My dad was a big proponent. Said, you gotta do it, you gotta do it. And I wasn't really interested in it because uh, I was pretty well done with school. But now I'm thinking about doing my doctorate at that point. So I'm really, uh, you know, I'm still trying to push myself into that. Of course, now I have to pay for that. So that's a little bit different. But doing the MBA initially started as one of the packages, as part of the package of working here, one of the benefits. But at the end of the day, it was a really, really great idea on
0: my part. All right, so now we're going to go off the rails because you hit so many amazing things. One, yes, you have to pay for your doctorate, and you're also paying for this little cute Bambino. Congratulations mm. on the new addition to the family. Exactly. And uh, the other one was, what's your favorite toy at Toys R Us?
1: Oh man, I tell you what,
0: <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: everyone who knows me knows that uh, I'm a huge Superman fan. So uh, I have a bit new, and you said a new baby girl, and I just, I'm determined to make her a Superman fan as well. She has all the outfits uh, from uh, newborn all the way to uh, 24 months, so she's ready. Um, so that's what we're focusing on. But yeah, that was my favorite toy growing up Superman and I, I just that's just where I am How
0: many super family
1: Superman toys do you have? actually um, When I first met my wife uh, I, she came over the house and I had a whole room set up with Like uh, my, my collection on the walls and she she was a little bit weirded out it was a lot I, I couldn't tell you the exact number but just recently, it was last weekend actually, as a matter of fact, I, I had to box them all up and they're now in the attic. Safely secure in the attic, but there's a couple boxes full.
0: All right, so since your super favorite superhero is Superman, I thought I knew that. I actually reached out to one of your good friends, also a relative mm-hmm. of mine, and he never answered, which is not unusual. But I took a guess. So I have a quote from the Superman, Christopher Reeves. And tell me what you think about this. I think a hero is an ordinary individual who finds strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. How, what does that mean to you, especially here in Weber?
1: I think that's right. Um, you know, he hit the nail on the head with that. What I think that means is, you know, there, with so much going on in the world and, and so many people having different things going on in lives, you know, when, when you initially think about a superhero, you think about something like Superman, Batman, something like that but it's not i mean it's really just doing taking care of your family putting food on the table coming to work on a job that you may not like necessarily but you come here and and you're you're passionate about and you do what you're supposed to do it's 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 not these out of the ordinary things these extraordinary things it's really the day-to-day things and prioritizing and what's important to you
0: why you played baseball you coached it while you were working at the bookstore which You've obviously seen the changes that are occurring in the bookstore, but why didn't why didn't you go that coaching route? You know, I, I did that for for many years. Um, I was
1: passionate about baseball. I loved the sport, and, I, and a lot of the time, I, I was I was in the bookstore and coaching, and I, I was I was very comfortable. And I think that's the word. And there became a time when I just knew that that wasn't something I was going to do forever. I I, I love being here at Weber. I love being in the area. Um, And I just, I didn't want to leave and I know in order to, you know, Coach Hammer was here and he was kind of a staple in the program and and I don't know that I was ever ready to advance to be a head coach. Uh, Some other opportunities opened here on campus and I was doing student life and I was doing student activities and things like that and like I said, I wanted to stay here in a a position open and and I thought, let me try that, Uh, Dean of Students. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to be good at it. I, I don't know, although I am great at it. But um, I am passionate about the place, and I'm passionate about the students. And I think that's what's most important. Is that uh, here we had to we had to find somebody who was very passionate about the
0: students, and, and that's what I, that's why I feel like I fit in here. What 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 drives that passion for the students and Weber for you? I mean, you came here as a student. Yes, you're local, and you've kind of been here. But what what drives that passion? That's the part that I. It's hard to get people to explain that, but what is it for you that makes Weber like, I'm here, and this is where I'm going to be? It,
1: you, I don't know that you can put it in words. I think when you pull up on campus and you see the place, that initially t- takes your breath away. You're like, this is it, and if that's if this is what you're looking for. I don't know. It's everything from the people, from the housekeepers to, to, to Dr. Wade to the CEO, Everything from the students who, they, they come here and, and you watch them as a, as a freshman and grow into adults and you're like, you watch the transition, it's people like yourselves and, and people that honestly care about the university, care about the students and care to see them be successful. Not necessarily to better themselves, they are, they are gonna better themselves, but I mean, the, the people who work here are passionate about it and for no other reason because they just care and you don't find that at other places and and that's what we're selling to students and that's what i try to make sure we 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 realize that we're selling to students and that's what i try to convey to parents is that you're trusting us with your son or daughter and we want to make sure that they're going to get to the to the end line which is graduation they're going to be successful and be uh,
0: hireable you know employable i guess i've uh I've, i've been here off and on for many years as well and some of the jobs that you have had, you know, you were an athlete, you worked in the bookstore, you were a coach, you worked in student activities, which is a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you get to go hang out with the students, and sometimes those two o'clock in the mornings are a little tough. Um, working at admissions, working with the alumni, then you transition to take the job of Dean of Students, which is now VP of Student Life. Okay, you're a did you ever see yourself as? in a school administration as a VP position. And also, what is that role? What is that? You know,
1: I remember sitting in graduation thinking, what am I going to do now? Ho- hopefully I can stay on at Toys R Us for a while. I really <laughs> like that job. Um,
0: can't go wrong with Jeffrey.
1: You know, you can't. And I, you know, but I just, um, I had no no plans really after, after college. Um, so I was working there and then the, the position opened here and I thought, great, I'll start with that. No idea what I was going to do, and, and I moved on and progressed. and And the good news is, that they entrusted me with all those positions and everything I did with the different managers and different, uh, you know, heads of the department in those locations. And and, and I got a, a great head start with with Brad. He 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 led me with management styles and things. You learn different things from different people, and I took a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And my and from my my parents, they they taught me a lot of stuff. And so you take a little bit of everything and. You know, there's no, no way in, in in the world would I have thought I'd be here today doing this. But, um, you know, the 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 role of VP of Student Life is 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 amazing. I'm I'm really passionate about it. Still, I'm, I'm still kind of blown away that I, I got it. But. I work hard at it every day, and that entails everything that's uh, student-facing, is what we call it. Nothing athletics, nothing uh, academic, but everything else from food service to security, from dorms to student activities. You know, anything that the students may have a problem with, we try to take care of. And then we do a little bit more outside of that. We want to make, you know, with COVID, we ended up taking care of that. So anything that happens with COVID and quarantines and any of those things, so a lot falls on my plate and you name
0: it I've, I I we probably I have my finger in it do you do you think that because you were a student and without going into a lot of detail you had a lot of fun with some of my relatives <laughs> while you were a student do you think that you have a really good grasp of when a student comes in you're like yeah yeah I got you and, and Tell me how that experience of being a student and an athlete, which so many are here, how that helps you with your role. Yeah, and it's funny watching
1: those the freshmen come in. They're a little bit timid, or you can see a couple that are a little bit more advanced, and you know, like, or a little bit more farther along in the process because maybe they've done this or that. But you know, I don't. I wouldn't say that I've got them all nailed down. That I think that person's going to be this, this, and this. But <laughs> you can tell. That some people are going to struggle along the way and we, we try to do a, a little bit of extra job of men- mentoring them and leading them along the way but you know from being a college student here where I was the same way as a freshman you can see the freshmen as they come in and as they transition and transfer and get older and more mature and grow as, as people and adults but being a, uh, a student here is this was the same thing I, I went back actually just uh, this week and I looked at my freshman um picture in, in, in the play, uh, play, playbook there and I was like good lord and I looked at my senior picture because uh, I found that and I went wow okay so I did the same thing yeah. uh, and here we are continuing to grow but I think uh, we, we try to do the best we can to make sure the students have the most fun I, I, as I get older I, I tend to think I know what the students want, but I don't. So we have hired some really great staff to do that um, along the way. And, and that, that's the best I can tell you is that it's fun watching the students grow, but it's also fun watching them at graduation. I, I spoke with one of the students at graduation, and I, and I told him, I said, you know, I'm really proud of you for what how far you've come along with this. And then, but as a freshman, I wasn't sure you are going to get past first semester. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they struggle with time management. They struggle with... You know, getting work done. They struggle with their sport because in high school everyone's the best player on their team, and then they get here, and there's some, some, some grown folks. You yeah. know, there's some, some, some dudes, some guys that can play, some older guys. You know, some 23, 24 year old guys, and you come in at 18, and yeah. they're you're not the same. Uh, and so you know, there's a lot of things that, but you watch them, and you and you mentor them, and you get them along
0: the way. Do you ever look out your back window and think I've survived, I I have arrived, or? Is there something else on your plate that you think is driving you towards it? I know you have some outside interests that you do for fun and hobbies and that kind of stuff. Is, are any of those driving you to maybe you'll pursue some of those one day?
1: You know, I, I do have a couple hobbies outside, but I think right now I'm really, I'm really happy where I'm at. I do want to, like I said, do my doctorate. I do want to advance my career at some point. I don't know what that means and where that would take me. But I, uh, you know, what I do on my hobbies is really just a real, because Monday through Sunday is, is, it's intense here. I mean, we're always by our phone. Uh, Scarlett and I are always by our phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're ready for that call because anything can happen at any point here on campus with the students. Because, you know, I have kids, I have a daughter in college as well. I know what happens in this. So she doesn't think I know that. And I know, I know that from here and I know here from that so I have an idea of what goes on so when I do my hobbies outside of here uh, I
0: like to relax that's what I do so for the rough 18 years that you've been a part of Weber I, I might be off one year or two but uh, you have seen a lot of change I mean we we've lost staff members that we all loved we we've seen buildings change we've seen buildings added we've seen facilities what has been the greatest accomplishment that you've seen on this campus and or or growth and then also what is something that you would love to see whether it's a pipe dream or what is something you think is missing that you would love to see
1: oh man uh, you know I, I go on and on. this is this is the most exciting time I've, that i've been a part ever since i was a student we always thought you know we needed we needed new dorms we needed bigger dorms so we wanted a football field uh we wanted you know changes to the cafeteria we wanted all these different things and and when i get to when parents come now and i'm like you, i can't tell them fast enough how <laughs> exciting it they don't know any different because they didn't see the school beforehand but students who have been here for for years like yourself and and, and some of the employees that have been here for many many years it, it's unbelievable and how quickly it went we were slow to get things rolling and then we did and everything has happened all at once everything from Renovations to the cafeteria and I don't think it's ever looked better than it has the revenant renovations to the dorms adding the dorms Adding the football field. We're getting a Starbucks. It'll be active next week. I mean, these are things that Are unbelievable and I never thought we would see a Starbucks on campus. I mean we're in Babson Park yeah, yeah. The people of Babson Park are going to be happy with this uh, You know in and, and just the area and the way the school looks it's never looked better It's it it really shines glows The the landscaping the painting the maintenance everything is just stepped up and it's it's unbelievable now and so if you haven't been here in a couple of years if there's any alumni listening or if you have any uh, anyone that you know that has, hasn't been here in years tell them to come back they won't believe it um, as for things that I, I'd like to see in the in the future I don't know I mean these what we have now is just unbelievable and when we're talking about adding new dorms because we have our highest enrollment we've ever had we had a really big problem this semester finding places for people to sleep you know uh, there was a a two-week period we had students that were supposed to live on campus we couldn't find beds for which is a great problem for everybody else except for housing yeah Um, but we were able to to navigate it and make sure it worked. so maybe uh, you know that may be the next thing Uh, we're gonna uh, redo the health center and really get that you know working we're working with Advent Health and a few other places to see if we can really expand that thing we have a counselor on campus I could go on and on and on. It, the, the changes to the campus are night and day, and you really wouldn't believe it unless
0: you saw it before and you see it now. Do you have a dr- leave that off for a second? Do you yeah. have a dream? Do you have a dream thing? Like to me, I would want indoor tennis courts. That's a dream, <laughs> mm-hmm. or put us across the street. That's a dream. But mm-hmm. for you, like, do you see anything?
1: I'd really like to expand the, the dorms and the student offerings. I think as we start to grow our university, we're going to have different types of students. We're going to have some, some more non-athletes. And us as a, as a Weber International University, we aren't really sure how to, how, to, how to take those yet. And we're growing, we're learning. So as we start getting nursing, as we start getting some of these other um, health health type degrees, they're going to require and want different things, which is sort of how we're starting to transition with the with the um, Starbucks and the Learning Commons and places to study and interactive areas where people can do uh, collaborations together and start to learn. I would like to start doing things like that, you know, and start to, um, expanding across the street. I'd like to get to a place where we we need more space. We we're out of room. We, you know, this is a Weber has a huge campus. Mm-hmm. Things that uh, under undeveloped at the time,
0: but start to grow and and get things like that well we've had it i I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation and and we have talked many times off camera and we spend a lot of time for those that don't know jay was here when my father was here he went to school with my brother um that he he's a a babson parkian so um we spend a lot of time socially together but i'm gonna leave you with this kind of my my ending thing what does it mean to you to be a warrior
1: to be a warrior, I think a Weber a Weber warrior. That's that's the question. I think to be a Weber warrior, you got to be passionate about what you do. You've got to have a love for this uh, this place, and you, you know I, I think family is is at the heart of, of a Weber warrior. I think you've got to you got to embrace the people around you. They're going to do the same for you, whether it's faculty, staff, or students. That's it. I mean, there's. Three, four people in this room right now that have graduated from here that are still working. Uh, not to mention the countless other people. It's a family and, and, and it, it embraces you and, and you don't want to leave. And that's where, I, that's where we want you to be. A Weber warrior is a warrior for, for life. I can tell you that. Very good.
0: Well, I want to thank everybody for joining me for episode 12 of the Warrior Pulse. We are almost at the end of January. Hope your year is starting off great. And I hope that your February is fantastic. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.
1: We're going through a couple of those. I'm like, I don't know what question he asked. I'm just.